fuel prices drives a lot of people up the wall and certainly fuels irritation on the part of some consumers. Of course, here in Alberta, there's also a large portion of the population that recognizes that gasoline prices also reflect higher oil prices generally, which is good overall for the Alberta bottom line. So there's that. Uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude sitting at over $70 U.S. a barrel right now. So, uh, and, and I mentioned it in the last half hour. When, when most gas stations were, were selling fuel for and, and are for more than one thirty a liter for regular, uh, $130.19, I think is what uh, Randy had mentioned, you'd see some long lines at Costco stations where the members are paying, uh, you know, $1.19. Huge savings uh, when you're talking about uh, filling up your vehicle. So there's, there's a lot of factors that roll into, into fuel prices and their volatility, especially in summer. Let's uh, run through a little bit of this with Roger McKnight, who is the Chief Petroleum Analyst with NPRO International, and he's joining us here this morning on 630 Chet. Good morning. How are you? Very good yourself, Daryl. Uh, very good. Do you do you do you drive a gas guzzler or something that's that's fairly economical? Oh, it's it's a, it's a fairly economical, but it is it's it's, it's, it's still guzzles gas just like everybody else. <laughs> they, they all do. Uh, are the are the higher gasoline prices right now pretty consistent all across the country? Yeah, it, it, it's strange. It's all in, a, in and around about a dollar thirty, a dollar thirty-two a liter. Toronto's going up to dollar thirty-four tomorrow, but BC is uh, always it, much higher, right? Oh yeah, it, it, taxes are, are incredible. I think uh, Vancouver and Montreal had the and competition for the gasoline tax Olympics to see who can who can have the most confusing and highest tax rates in the, in the country. It's quite amazing, but. Uh, you know, if you look in, in Alberta, you've got uh, the taxes are about 38 cents, uh, whereas in Toronto they're at 48 cents. So uh, the prices are, are all over the place, uh, basically because the demand is is coming back, either perceived or real, uh, from the, the the COVID situation. So a lot of it is emotion that's going into these these prices, and uh, certainly there are price wars happening uh, across the country, but. Uh, and, and you mentioned Costco. Costco uses gasoline as more or less a lost leader to get people in the store. And uh, the same thing can happen at, at gas stations as well because the, the, the convenience store side of the, of the gasoline operation is a profit center. And uh, to get that profit into that uh, onto the lot, they lower the they start a price war, and uh, that's what's been happening, uh, I think, in Alberta. And I don't know if you heard our newscast at the top of the hour, uh, Randy Kilburn was uh, running a comment from Dan McTague, who also talks about gas prices on a consistent basis, saying that the retail margin in Alberta is is fair, is fairly high. Uh, do you oh, agree with oh, that? I, 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 uh, I, sometimes I don't agree with them, but I agree with them at this time. Uh, the, the gasoline margin in, uh, in, in Alberta is about uh, six, cents, six, six cents higher than it should be. It's around about 12.5 cents a litre. In, in Toronto, it's, it's six, six, uh, seven cents a litre. So there's, there's a little bit of a gouging going on there. And the, and the refining margins in Alberta are, uh, are astronomical. They're 31 cents a litre. Whereas in, in Ontario they're like 25, so there's a there's a bit of a, uh, somebody's taking advantage of something here, and uh, I think we know who that is. Uh, well, you spell it out for me. 
Well, I, I think the oil companies are uh, are, are really uh, increasing their margins at the retail at, at the retail level uh, astronomically, and that the refining margins are, are, are very very healthy indeed. Uh, in Alberta, but not not, not necessarily yeah. in the rest of the country. So uh, things are. Uh, uh, I'd be a little bit irritated. Yeah, but at the same time, that's also what's irritating because we're, we're, we're kind of screwed, aren't we? There's nothing you can really do, or is there something that we as consumers can do? And not really, because uh, gasoline is, is part of a, a gasoline and diesel is part of the lifestyle. It's a, a necessity, and you know, nothing much you can do about it until the uh, the electric vehicle comes along. But uh, then again, uh, that you know, somebody's going to have to pay for those too. Yeah, well, exactly. That's, 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 that's an entirely different kettle of fish here. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I want to go down that road with you right now, but you know what? That's, sometimes you look at the oil price sometimes, right? And then you you look at the retail gasoline price and people look at that and say there's a disconnect there so we're at over 70 dollars us a barrel for uh, west texas intermediate crude which is sort of a benchmark that lots of people uh, like to look at but it's been a lot higher than that with gasoline prices being a lot lower is it is it just the retail gouging like you said is the taxation that is different from from a few years ago what is driving that that disconnect between the the two numbers well, you get uh, first of all, maybe I should explain how a price war starts and how how it ends. Um, and please, let's start one. <laughs> well, you had you had quite a jump there. So, the way a price war works is a, a retailer, a gas station will say, "Okay, I, I need to get more people on the lot to you know support my my convenience store side." So, I'll, I'll just lower the price a little bit. Well, uh, we, I call it binocular marketing because the guy down the, the the street will say, "Well, he's just lowered his price, so I'm going to lower mine." So, it it ticks on down to the to the point where uh, things get a little bit rocky and uh, the oil comes and say well look we we can only support you down to from a dollar down to 90 cents a liter after that uh, it's it's no go so the oil companies will basically, basically eat their margin but when it comes and they'll, they'll support them to 90 cents so if he, if they go the market goes to 89 the oil companies say that's it we're not supporting you anymore and the price war price war ends just like that well people pretty much just look at it as a monopoly too so you might have an individual uh, fuel station operator with their binoculars looking down the road but it's it's the big office that makes the call right because they're they're yeah. not all uh, super independent no they're, they're, they depend on supply from the oil company and the yes. oil company say well we have to protect our credit card uh, market okay if you if an oil company loses a, a major credit card user that's gone for pretty well forever so they have to protect that credit card uh, market and they will do that by the method I, that I just just told yeah. you so uh, absolutely you know the oil companies really call the shots uh, they control the market they want they have to have their market share the, the, the investors and uh, and traders look at that, the, the company's market share in a given market, and if, if that share starts to drop, they start to say, hmm, "Well, maybe we should go somewhere else." Uh, the whole supply and demand thing is is always an issue. So, summertime, we're told that uh, that the demand rises. Post pandemic, it looks like more people will be back on the road, so that would end up rising. Uh, are that that is that a major issue, or is that a sort of a lost leader that uh, the oil companies use as well? 
No, no, it's it's uh, the demand does definitely does increase uh, in in the summertime, the so-called uh, driving season. That's been a bit delayed this year because of the COVID situation, mm-hmm. but demand is coming back. But the thing that I really watch is is diesel, is what we call middle distillates of diesel. If if the aviation fuel, or the jet fuel demand starts in, starts increasing dramatically, and it it is, that's going to drag up gasoline prices because it all comes all gasoline and diesel basically comes from a barrel of crude so i watch i don't watch gasoline demand so much because i mean it's natural for it to come up at this time of year but diesel demand normally drops off uh because uh, and uh, if i see the jet fuels uh, jet fuel as part of a middle distillates then that tells me the economy is just going to starting to take off people are are, are traveling again uh, manufacturing is, is increasing so that's what i watch i don't watch yeah. gasoline and like but, i said there are some people who will take the trade-off because they need to get the economy rolling again and get things moving again and they will take the trade-off that's right that's right uh is is i read something about is there a different type of fuel that's in in the summer i'm not particularly familiar with it that's why i bring you on but i read something that it's a summer blend and that it's more costly fuel is that correct uh that's that's correct uh, to a certain extent especially it's true in the states because uh, it's called the reed vapor pressure it's uh, it's uh, the amount of uh, of uh, vapor that can escape in, in warmer weather so they have to have a different blend but there is there's a, a summer ish blend not so much in uh, in canada because we don't have the extreme uh, heats that they they have in the united states so but once again prices in canada aren't made in canada i mean uh, um, price in, in Edmonton is really controlled by the price and uh, wholesale price in Minneapolis. So, uh, give me your forecast for the rest of the summer. Where are these prices going? Because it's always higher. Because we get into some other long weekends. We have the Canada Day uh, sort of long weekend coming up here shortly. So the, that should kick things off as well. Do you think it's going up? Um, Canada, well, Canada Day Fourth of July. That that will really set things going because I think it'll increase. You'll see an increase in demand for gasoline in the United States, and that'll uh, increase prices in Canada. I can see prices going up, uh, possibly another eight cents a liter uh, by the end of by the end of the summer. So, oh boy, so in Edmonton, we're, we're on an average one thirty one nine. We're getting close to a dollar forty a liter for regular gasoline. That's correct. Ouch. That's my call. Ouch. I don't like your call. <laughs> it might be <laughs> accurate, Roger. I don't like it. <laughs> well, don't take it. I won't take that personally. <laughs> Fair enough. And nor should you. Uh, Roger McKnight, good chatting with you this morning. Thanks so much for your time. You're very welcome. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.